Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thursday morning. Those tears you can hear are from our newest squintet, Macy. She can't go to the grand final on the weekend. She's not as excited as we are. Some of us, some of the squinters are going, and we are so thrilled about what is happening on the weekend that Chizo, who's not going to the grand final, made a suggestion to Coco and I, who aren't going to the grand final but are still really excited, that it would be really good to do a really exciting pre-grand final podcast and just to give ourselves some who's going to be at the match atmosphere sparrows here he's going to the grand final and we're going to have bubs calling in from invercargill the giants most southernmost squinter as supporter he's also going to the grand final and he's going to give us a few of his comments i'm needles i'd like to introduce coco calling in from dallas early in the morning good morning needles yeah great to be here just uh just gone 6 a.m and there is an event, though, in Dallas, I understand, that you were thinking of going to. The Dallas Giants are getting, they're up and about for the grand final watch. Dingoes, yeah, mate. actually, the local, yeah, the Dingoes. The local clubs, the Dallas Dingoes. Um, oh, Dallas Dingoes. And they've got an event for a day. on at the pub. So, yeah, it could be getting down there and up the dinghies. Lovely. And do we know, we're assuming that the whole Taranto family is going to be there? Yes. Um, I've actually put a feeler out to Timmy. I tweeted at him. Um, you know, just trying to get in touch with his family, but he would have that many chicks trying to DM him this week that he's not going to get to a mid-30s bloke looking to hang out with his family. He's got bigger fish to fry on social media this week. So Time will, time um, will tell. It is only Tuesday. Time will tell, mate. But as Timmy Taranto would tell me, Coco, I've got enough friends. I don't need any more friends. Just get in line and form an orderly queue. Exactly. Um, and also, uh, Chizo, you're not going either because you've got fatherhood duties, I'm assuming, but you're still very, very excited. Uh, ish, unless you've set me up and know the, the real story, but I'm controversially uh, leaving little Macy. Oh, you are Amy. going? Um no, I'm that's coming. Uh, I'm going to a wedding in San Francisco. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San oh, Fran. Yeah, right. no, see the other reason. The other yeah, giants. No, no. So off to a quick four-day yeah, okay, uh, sojourn is, in the, the Napa Valley for a friend's wedding. <laughs> Where will you be watching the <laughs> giants? Okay. So it's a Melbourne friend who's marrying a San Fran girl. So they're going. He's a Demons fan, so he, he he made the call that they won't be playing in the grand final and booked a wedding on grand final night. So I think the TV, I've got to look at the time difference, oh, but I think the TV wow. gets rolled out at the reception at about 11 p.m. So I've just packed the scarf and the hat to uh, to put on post-ceremony. Yeah, yeah, just um, accessorise the tuxedo. Exactly. I was thinking a little, maybe a little Toby Green tie, which we've seen famously at the judiciary hearings over the yeah. last month. Um, or a little <laughs> little orange pocket square. <laughs> I've been to orange all cuffs, of the above, maybe mate. giant cuffs. Yeah, just just everything, everything. Yeah, all of the above. Um, yeah, I've been to two grand finals. Everything that orange goes well with. 
<laughs> Weddings suck when grand finals are on, particularly when Collingwood wins the 2010 and West Coast beat Sydney in 2006. So it's it overrated. But righto, well, that is controversial, cheese. I actually, that's fair enough. That's a great, good for you. Um, but Sparrow, you are going. You're not Check. going by by Giants bus or Giants camera. No. You're flying no, the bus down. Bus is parked. Yeah, no, I got too excited. I jumped on, jumped on the, the Airbus on the phone at Four Pines. The uh, lovely staff at Four Pines helped me out with a, a bit of charge on the phone. Juiced it up, jumped on Jetstar, and uh, got some tickets. So flying down, starting in South Bank, and I'm just looking at my ticket. I can't quite work out where it is or what it means, but if anyone knows what SM57 means. That would be uh, that would be helpful. Never but surrender pod at gmail.com just to help Sparrow out. <laughs> yeah, let us know. It's really Sparrow, like yeah. to know. Mate, Sparrow, it could be the least of your worries, mate. Where you yeah, made a bit of least of your worries. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as I've been You'll charged, be yeah, I've been charged twelve hundred bucks. So. Hard. Good, good. <laughs> um, so look, this is. I mean, this is. An amazing week. I hope. I'm assuming it's only it's only Tuesday evening, but I imagine your week has all been as exciting as mine. I was down in Melbourne just today, actually, just to take the temperature of the place, and I'd like to let you know that it is seething with anger and envy. And I was parading around in my new Giants uh, trucker cap with my woolen Giants. Uh, uh, Fucking, what are those things going in? Scarf on. And Did you no get a few nods? Just a any little... attention whatsoever. <laughs> Not a fucking sausage. Just I watched the Brownlow last night with Dr. Jizz, who um, is would be a big fan of this podcast if he knew how to listen to a podcast. But Cornelio <laughs> stands up and he gets, a, he gets his award. He also gets a few votes before he does his knee. There wasn't a lot of chat about what was happening with the grand final. They were focusing mainly on the Brownlow, but Melbourne is ready for an orange invasion. They are primed for the orange army to come down. There's already a few people down there. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Melbourne GWS, the fan chat site, the, the, the GWS supporting week that they've got listed, the events that they've got happening from, I think, tomorrow with breakfasts and dinners and events and they're all going to go and pack out the footy show or no, the, the, the live bar, the front bar. I really, really think it's outstanding work what they're doing. So watch out, Melbourne. The squinters are incoming. What's the pulse check on uh, Victorian supporters? Do you think, uh, is there enough hate for the Tigers that will pick that up or that because they were so sufferable during the, the early 2000s, it's not that kind of... Is there enough hate there for us to pick up the, the rogue Victorian supporters? That's a really good question. I mean, like I said, I, I was wearing, because I, I felt that maybe my scarf wasn't conspicuous enough, I went and bought a reasonably conspicuous cheap trucker cap from the AFL store in, in the DFL and started strutting around uh, with that on, getting all up in people's grill. And that also no didn't comment. provoke You needed as the headband. Spitty, yeah, I needed to go hyper orange. Titus O'Reilly... <laughs> Uh, wrote an interesting article about that. It was in the paper today. Picking a side to go for is a tough one this week. Do we want Richmond to win premiership, win a premiership so quickly again, just as the shop owners on Swan Street have rebuilt their establishments? Or do we support the Giants to annoy the Richmond supporters? It would have been a lot easier if we could have just barracked against Collingwood like last year. Um, so I, I think you're a bit torn. Can I jump in, Needles? <laughs> of course you can. 
I have obviously uh, a proud uh, Canberran family, but both of my brothers live down in Mexico City. Mm. And the front page after Saturday's game was, you know, everyone needs to get on Richmond to keep it in Victoria. And both my brothers, very calm and reasonable gentlemen, hit the roof. My elder brother especially was, he was (laughs) spitting chips, mate. He was going off. He hates... Richmond more than anything and would love any other club to win. So I think um, I, I think they'll come for the Squinners, mate. Good. Let them. And did anyone have any opinions quickly on the Brownlow? I mean, obviously, we're in love with Canilio. He wins the Community Service Award and spoke quite well. Yeah, I sort of like how we don't have a, a absolute standout. It sort of gets spread over the talent that we've got. I sort of like that about our club, that we've not so heavily relying on a Fife or a Neil or a... Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, Geelong have got the two guys there, but Dangerfield, obviously. Um, it speaks to a heavy spread of talent. Certainly yeah. does. I'm with, mate, I'm with Cheese. Too many superstars, mate, pinching each other's votes. You put any one of our top eight... You put any one of our top eight into a different club and they would have won Brownlow's, you know, two or three Assu- of them. Assuming they didn't get injured like uh, they all did. Apart from Timmy T. Yeah. Um, how was um what how was Cog's ranking before uh, he got injured? I didn't wa- didn't get to watch it live. Was well he, he was our there? highest vote winner. He, yeah, he was our highest in, and was our highest vote winner for the season. Yeah, he but he's missed what's I he think. missed? Eight the last eight weeks. And missed the last six games, so assume he would have polled another yeah. eighteen points there. What's that? <laughs> Thirty five. <laughs> Yeah, it would have got so, him home. Would have been, would have got him by two votes. So well done, Stephen Canelio. We know who really won. Simple maths. Um, um, did, anyone, did anyone see Patton's, Patton's work sitting next to Canelio? I thought Patton was up for a guy who's definitely leaving. He's given up on the club and refused to play and basically stopped training. He seemed to be sort of uh, being involved and mugging to the camera a bit. Yeah, for a man yeah, with why a very small head. Be, mate? He gets to enjoy. You know, he gets to enjoy all of it. Doesn't have to take any responsibility on Saturday. You know, it's all strawberries and cream, mate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's Cogs's um, housemate too, isn't he? Is that right? Oh, is he? Yeah, they they live together, yeah. In Breakfast Pint. All right. Yeah, and and Cogs doesn't have a girlfriend, so... All right, Batten needed needed to make the most of it. He wasn't wearing a split dress like some of them were. Uh, (laughs) How nice is um, Ferret's (laughs) mum? Mrs. Green. (laughs) I missed her. What did she say? Yeah, she's a lovely lovely lady. lady. Yeah, lovely absolute lady. lovely lady. It's always such a solid Cheese, <laughs> what were you going to say, mate? Still ha- still upset that she had to read in the paper that Malcolm Blight thought a son should never have been born. Oh. <laughs> Look, yeah, okay. No, that's a fair point. Let's let's try, and, again, not to bring the tone of the, the excitement down. <laughs> well, okay, Needles, I have to tell you, though, on a serious note with the Brownlow... Um, three votes to Phil Davis for that white jacket he was sporting. Mm. I thought he looked delish. Immaculate. What about uh, Dawson Simpson? He got his only votes ever for an eight-possession game. <laughs> In the year he retires, he got eight, eight possessions, 30-odd hit-outs, a few tackles, and a game the Giants lost and got a vote. Legend. Brilliant. Yeah, so that's he, he won the award this year for, for the vote, most votes from the lowest... The least amount of touches. Um, the, was named after a bloke who won. He got one vote for it after a three-touch game when he was playing for Carlton a few years ago. So well done, Dawson Simpson. Well, mate, I should, you should take that with you. Which game uh, was it? What about, wasn't, the, wasn't the Collingwood game? 
no, no, no. It was earlier in the season. Yeah, right. I wish I had the, the size up and I should just bring it up. But what about going past the Brownlow? And well done, Nat Fife. You've done good. Uh, Jeremy Cameron. The the media that he got for putting 50 bucks in that guy's wallet that he found and handing it back to him saying, go buy a, a scarf and a Yeah, a mate. Solid, a human. Solid human. I think he made some friends there. Good blokes, mate. Good footballers, hey, Sparrow. Story checks out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He's, uh, All right. he's locked in five years. <laughs> what I'm going to do now is, oh, GWS cufflinks, Kreft, you've found them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if Cuffed delivers in uh, real time. But, um, in a day, time. yeah. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to see if I can bring up Bubs to give us his evil innuendo. Yeah, that's great. Keep going, guys. You're <laughs> killing in the air time. We cut it out if it's... Oh, I'm so if you don't conjure up anything funny. <laughs> Can I give uh, Samuel J. Reid a quick quick shout-out for congratulations on their baby baby boy? And if they'd like to get in on the squintlet onesie to Bubs. email... Oh, there's Bubba. Yes. How's in Vicargo, mate? It's brilliant. We've got... Sparrow, who's going to the game, Coco, who's staying in Dallas, and Chizo, who's flying to San Francisco, and myself, who's living in Canberra. So the only probably squinters who aren't going to the game, apart from Spaz, are on here with you. Give us, please, your report on what's happening in uh, the Giants fans in Invercargill in southern New Zealand. And do you have any evil innuendos from the East about what's happening with selection and injuries, etc.? Um, very excited about reporting from probably the most southern part of the world, and I think I'm probably the only Giants member. Yeah, Pumped at the about moment. going to the game on on Saturday, sitting in M9, uh, row Y15, if, if anyone wants to come and say good day. Um, <laughs> That's near Sparrow, <laughs> But I will be on my lonesome. You're not, you're not going to be behind glass. How will you cope? With your own table. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll make sure I bring my own cheese platter, I think. I might get some tips from the Belton supporters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Right, excellent. So what have you heard in Invercargill um, about what's happening in Balmain well, with selections? Yes, well... Chat on the streets. Not so much in Invercargill, but a few weeks ago I had a, um, a bit of an insider who went through a dinner with Leon, um, which was part of the old uh, Captain's Club. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. And one of the club. One of, and one of the insights back then, which was probably about three weeks ago, was just before the finals, was that the Cogs would be back if we made the grand final. Um, not sure what's changed since then. I, I have followed fairly closely today that Lockie trained, Cogs trained where Phil Davis didn't train. Um, How the so fuck did you find that out from Invercargill? Or the interwebs. Um, a fan of Twitter. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, the, must, the conference must be fascinating. Uh, no one's talking about the All Blacks, Bubba. Everyone's talking about the Giants. But, yeah, no, I've closely. Look, I, I, I think, not about you, but in every situation that I saw Phil Davis in post-game, I almost felt a bit of an aura of disappointment, and, I, and I'm really hoping that it's not more than than a bit of a lower back strain and it's and it's not a twinged calf. Um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Now, I think Lockie's a, Lockie's a lock. I think he'll play. And 
I actually think Cox will play too, personally. Right. Which and Toby Green in uh, Delidio, no chance. Yeah, I, I do too. Delidio, yeah, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Even if he was fit, I don't think I'd be putting him in my best team. The, the, the biggest challenge now is determining who goes. And well, that's interesting. And you, you, I mean, you wouldn't have any insights on that. We're all worried. We're a bit worried for Lloyd. We feel that it would be Keith and Hill probably out, even though Keith offered some. Uh, but you know, Lloyd for Canilio, or who goes for Canilio? Yeah. Yeah, it's now that's a tough one. It's um, it's something that that we we're pondering. Well, I was pondering today with with Coco on um, on our on our chat about who would go and it all, and it came down essentially to um, certainly in the in the backline, who was the guy that would take Dusty when he moves forward. Um, so look, I'm I, I'm pretty much of a lock that Bobby gets traded out. Um, I think Keith gets traded out too. And in the traded, third one... Traded's not quite challenge. the word you're looking for, is it? Dropped. I'm sorry? Traded is not quite the word you're looking for. Sorry, it's a finance term. Man. It's a finance term. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a finance <laughs> term. That's he what it is. He spends his days trading, mate. <laughs> but it's... Um, but yeah, no, look, it's... It, like, I, I don't envy the coaches in this situation, um, given what they need to go through. I, I really really like Lloyd. I think he offers a bit of a different dimension to our forward line. He's been good. He can kick, he can kick goals outside 50, which which we don't... Re- you know, Jezza can do it occasionally, but he tends to stay a bit closer to home, so we don't tend to have that to our, mm. to our arsenal, and I think Lloyd does offer that. I mean, unfortunately, I actually think um, perhaps, you know, the, the, the potential... The potential um, person missing out maybe either Aiden Corver or Kenners, Kennedy. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with Bub, and I think um, we're bringing in th- three midfield forwards, which I think is very unusual. Three blokes that play, you know, very similar-ish positions. So Lloyd's like-for-like like replacement. The option is, though, I agree that Lloyd gives us a lot. So someone like Kennedy, who may not have such an obvious um, matchup, if he goes out, then that pushes um, petrol into you know more into the back line, and then Sam Reed into the back line, and then you can fit in those three another half forward into the mix. Yeah, I I I, I can see where Coco's coming from, but the one area that I'd point to was the fact that I think Zach Williams and both Lockie Whitfields can both play back. I mean, Zach Williams mm. played in the mids on the weekend, and he played incredibly well. And I but I think he's you know. For our balance of our team, his natural position is down in the back pocket, so and, I think he moves back. And he's also less punctured. <laughs> That's true. Um, and, and obviously, Lockie can can play wherever we put him. I think Cogs is the only... Well, to- Toby's an obvious one with Bobby, but Cogs is the other one where, where he's kind of a mid-slash-forward. But I, I do actually like the dimension that he might add to our forward line because he'll, he, he would actually demand a good pick-up oh, from, from Richmond. Yeah. Um, in which case, it may provide a put a, maybe a lower quality defender on the likes of Harry Himmelberg or, um, well, or, or the dorsal. They'd find themselves having to to cope with Canilio and Green. Uh, yeah, and I mean, then you've got Lloyd, which is a bit of an outside outside chance that I think is actually offered quite a lot. He's played a little bit in the midfield in the last few weeks, and he, I think he's he's been he's he's, he's actually impressed me. It's a terrible decision to have to make as a coach, but it's a great problem to have. Yeah. Assuming you have the problem. Not, and, um, not often 
do you get to enter a preliminary final and potentially three of your probably top five best players are potentially to come back in? Well, and I suppose, just quickly, does Canilio captain if Davis doesn't get up? If Canilio gets in. And who do you think, Bubs, if Canilio doesn't get picked and Davies Davies can't make it? Who's captain? Davy. I mean, who who, who else is in our leadership group? Chuck and Matt DeBoer. Josh Kelly and Matt DeBoer. Well, Josh Kelly, I mean, you, you, I don't think he can, although how, how well Toby did in, in his, I think he captained over Collingwood earlier in the year, but that was because no other person in the invest, in the um, leadership, leadership group, was, group was there. Um, I, I think, you know, I think, actually think Kelly, you know, you, you couldn't give it to anybody other than Kelly. Excellent. Look, mate, I'll let you get back to your, uh, your Fijoa wines. Oh, hang on. Coco's got a quick question. Yeah, mate. One last question. He talked himself into keeping Lloyd yeah. and dropping Kennedy. Is that correct? Did I talk myself into it? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yes. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. I think I might have even changed my tune last time I chatted to him. But I've been really wavering on on who goes and, and, and not. And I think I what, what it came down to for me was the fact that Zach and Lockie can both play in the halfback flanks, in which case... Kennedy um, might be the unfortunate um, yeah, person to miss out. All right. Good man. Have a brilliant week and, you know, grip it and rip it and tear it and tear, it and tear the whole MCG and Orange New One on Saturday with the rest of our boys down there. Thank you, mate. Never surrender. Never surrender. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Coco, have you got like a, a little inner, inner sanctum squinter thread? Thread within a thread. Ins and outs. All right. Mate, just um, <laughs> so, uh, side as, well as, as well. Speaking of controversy, there it is. Suddenly, just the splinters in the squinters. <laughs> splinters in the splinters. Splinters of all the weeks. <laughs> the splinters. <laughs> Mate, we're cracking fast. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Richmond crack this fast on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Bub and I like to keep up. That's all. Yeah. A few trades, you know, get a bit of financial advice, a bit of footy <laughs> advice. Uh, Sell a few stock, start a few bikes. So it's been a thing that we've had squinters at every game in the finals. Romac represented us and, and uh, Sparrow, you were there and Bubs was there and Growler was there at the game against the Bulldogs at the, at the Beanstalk, first round elimination final. Romac rocked up again and took us to the Gabba yeah, and watched us get over by three points. And then we had the, the sort of the quickness of thought to anoint Sebo as a honorary squinter for the game against Collingwood because he was there, which then got us through. And now we're going to have five squinters down at the it's game. Can we, can we just get a roll call? Sparrow yourself, obviously Bubs. Bardo's in. Who? Bartman's Growler. in. Growler. Growler's in. Bastard. Yeah. Chinque. Is Chinque going as well? Yeah, bloody oath. He hasn't mentioned it. Hasn't been a word from maybe he's working very hard. Uh, so that's five. I mean, that's an outstanding turnout. That's good numbers. There will have to be some. That's an AGM. If you guys get around for your halftime, we know where Bubs is sitting. So go around and sit next to Bubs and just do a little report from halftime there. That will be. That will add fuel to our fire. Hopefully not uh, misery. No one's taking the bus. Uh, not so. I saw it broke down on at Picton on the way home, so it sort of put me no, off. No, no, yeah. the, the, the Giants bus, <laughs> like the actual Giants bus that they've organised. Well, let's see, here's, yeah, no, here's a quick no, call. If did. anyone is listening to this who is going on the bus, can you take a recording what it's like on the bus and if we win, what it's like on the way back and send it 
to us at neversurrenderpod at gmail and we will stick it in the pod. I want a report from the bus to any yeah, of the Giants' stick, giant appetite for Clay Glory. in the pod. Be it Sydney. Shout out to from um, Melbourne, Tracy. All of yours. Shout out to Tracy McAlline, McAlanine from Brisbane, a diehard Giants supporter. She got the... Uh, she was the lucky recipient of one of my barcodes. Her and her brothers are driving down from the go- uh, yeah, from Brizzy. Big big fans of the podcast. Enormous. Nice. Enormous. Nice work, Sparrow. We just, we've got a little bit that a, a little bit that was mentioned by Chizo, and it was the uh, the Squinters gambled responsibly segment. Uh, Chizo, one of your one of your recommendations to all our fans was a thousand dollar bet on Toby Green. I understand for being money for old jams. That's correct. I, he's on the I found a, I found a better bet. The the Storm Smith Medal. He's paying a hundred and one to one. <laughs> Storm Smith. Storm and good. Storm and Norman. Storm and Norman. That's such a good shout, Coco. <laughs> Storm and Norman. He's at 100 to 1. He was 81 a couple of days. He was 81 yesterday. Is he now 100 he's, to 1? He's gone out. Yeah. Look, I was, driving, home. Home. I was dri- driving home last week. I was driving home last week and it came into my head that, yeah, what is what is um, Toby paying? What's the ferret? What's he worth? And I called you him had up him at 41. I said, what's it coming in at? Expecting, you know, $1.20, $1.30, 41 lads, 41 <laughs> So I hope, who are you, hope some of the Who are you calling, Sparrow? Don't you just look it up online? Or just who's your booking now? I was driving. You can't. Uh, you just, just make just a phone call. <laughs> um, was that before? What about this for a... Right? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. What about okay. this for a bad bet? Basher or... Uh, Prestia to win the Norm Smith is paying $5. That's a shocking bet. You know, it's I think, outrage. Geez, That's what it's, that is. Um, I, I, there's a bit of like, it almost works like, oh, we owe you one. Because when the Tigers won the flag a couple of years back, Hooley was best on ground by Country Mile. They gave it to Dustin Martin so they could have the whole, he won everything in the one year. And so mm. now if the Tigers win, they're going to give it to Hooley because they owe him one from two years ago. Right, yeah. so he should be. They get if the Tigers yeah. win, it's gonna, it's he's gonna get it unless Rewald or um, Lynch kick like six. So you know what I mean? Like that's a done, done deal if the Tigers win. So he's the smartest bet for the Tigers. Um, obviously, Storm and Norman, um, a bit of value around him. But yeah, no, if <laughs> you know they, they, they're gonna give it to the superstars, mate. And the other thing is, these people that vote on it, they couldn't even, they couldn't pick six Giants players out of a lineup, mate. They've got their reading notes on grand final mm. morning. They'll probably only know who Jeremy Cameron is and Josh Kelly and Toby Green. So it's going to be one of those three. I reckon a dark also, horse sure. Last game, possibly. Big odds, 67. Yeah, I like that. Game. Especially if, if he goes and shuts down Dusty when Dusty mm. goes forward. Who did you land on uh, mm. playing on right. Dusty if he goes forward, Coco, and your little splinter thread? <laughs> Um, I think there's a few. The, the options are put Perryman back there, Petrol, after the brilliant game he mm. had last week, um, or the other option Jesus, would be Hardcore. Mm. Yeah, I think As they're both, last they're line both, of defence, eh? They're both genuine. Uh, more so from Copenhagen. He took money on. He put a bet on Stormy for the Norm Smith, and they t- he took $81, which he described as easy money. <laughs> so well done for the Danish. <laughs> and once again, I will reiterate that the, the squinters encourage everyone to gamble responsibly. 
and particularly if you're a listener from Sportsbet and we need a sponsor. We've just been mentioned on national <laughs> Channel 7 television today, uh, and so we're prepared to take any assistance that you would. Hey, sp- speaking of media, Australia's um, favourite niche football podcast. Wrapping up, getting excited. The minutes tick tock closer. Game face on. Key matchups for the day. Yep. Great the answer. Dutch cl- the, the Dutch clamp plays Dusty in the mids, and then when Dusty goes forward, um, the Dutch clamp goes to Prestia, and Dusty gets handled by Petrol or Hardcore. And then I'd back in Timmy, Bevo, the Bull, Taranto, and the Combine Harvester against any of the mids <laughs> that they can throw at him. You know, they'll take Koch down, no yeah. probs. Yeah, and that's no issue at all. With with, with Toby Green, Stephen Kinnilio, Lockie Whitfield, and Josh Kelly support exactly, mate. It's unbelievable. It who's, unbelievable. On, who's on? Um, who's on Lynch? Oh, that that yeah. concerns me greatly. So the so I think one thing here is every time we think we we've gone in too tall, we've won. So that's my only thing about dropping Keith because mm. we all, we all think oh we're too tall we're too tall and then we end up winning the game. However, you know I've still got Keith out. I think Davis has to play on Lynch and then Sammy Taylor can play on Rewalt and then Desi Haynes can obviously intercept anything that's coming to either of those two blokes anyway. Um, mm. And then I would play like Sam that. Reed as potentially as a, in a defensive role on Bashar Huli because he's been giving yep. them a lot of drive. Yeah, and I think like Sam that. Reed would be the man to play on to him. go with. Yeah. Sorry, pa- paraphrasing. Uh, I'm stealing some of Birchie's uh, football adapting, insights here. Adapting. But he thought to shut down Bashir to throw as Zachy Williams does off the half bank flak, get him almost an attacking role, but tagging uh, Hawley pretty closely. So kind of like a, f- mm. a forward defensive tagging role to shut his run down. Don't mind it. I think he gives us too much though himself. From the halfback, yeah. Well, I'd back well, in. I'd, I'd back in. They're, they're essentially head-to-head, Hooley and Williams, right? Like, as drive-off halfback. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'd they play in, the same role for their teams. I'd, and I'd back in Zachy. I'd back in Zachy. God, you got there. Just How two. good was he last weekend, seriously? Yeah, but then the week before, playing a completely different position as well. Shaking up Christensen. Chizo, did you have any serious and vicious disagreements? No, I loved all that. Very considered. He's obviously done a lot of uh, work on the side thread. Um, <laughs> what did I want to have a look at? Who uh, who's going to play on uh, JC? I would be interested. Um, Grimes. What's the fellow Grimes? Is it? Well, he's their best forward. Yeah. He's their best back. He's an all Australian. So the all Australian fullback goes on to the all Australian full forward. Oh, so half forward. Yep. Brilliant. Makes Could sense. Could it be um, the breakout uh, for HH? Yeah, well, he needs one. one. Yeah. If not now, no, where'd this reputation mate, yeah. for being a September? Where'd the reputation come for being a September specialist come from? His he kicked four flag. against the Tigers. He kicked four against the Tigers <laughs> <laughs> against the Tigers in the 2017 prelim and played really well. Him and yeah, when Jezza was yeah, out. Him and Tomlinson. Beautiful flag. Jumping around a bit, but just to uh, to tie back in, who could stand up with the betting segment? Saw head to head, Jack Rewalt. To kick more goals than Finlayson. Finlayson is paying four to one. Good little bet that, because he could. Uh, he's got the potential to do damage. Three or four goals. Dark horse. Once again, this good is encourage everyone to gamble responsibly. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. He always and he always jags a couple, doesn't he? Cheese a few Tim Tams. Mm-hmm. Works him under the ball. 
and, <laughs> and apart from the obvious Toby Green and uh, Stormy Daniels dual sharing of the Norm Smith, who else stands up for the Giants? Who will stand the tallest? Oh, I, I actually like um, that call on Him- Himmelberg. I think Himmelberg's going to have a big game. Ooh, that was confident. I like it. I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like Zach. Will- I think Zach, Zach is... He's a red-hot chance at going big. Yep. I, I mean, Nick Haynes, he just played his best game. Yes. He played his yes, best game. Yes, and Hainsey. he will be probably the key for me. Absolutely. If you can see. Yep. Petrol. It's, mate, it's honestly, needs. They're all, they're all in some sort of form, mate. There's so many, you know. Tomo. There's so many winners. Oh, all of them. And how do we oh, win? Oh, wouldn't that Come be on, a nice story, Tomo? Tomo, absolutely. Tomo Smith. What, what's happy. the numbers? Has anyone got that open? <laughs> I don't. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll quickly find it. How do we win on Saturday? Obviously, we're a contested ball beast. They're a, a rebound. They get all their goals from turnovers. We get all our goals from stoppages. Yeah. So I think when we get forward, we just got to lock it in. That cuts off their rebound and then allows us to get those goals from the stoppages. And who will our lockers be? Because Toby Green and Stephen Canelio can't run, and Toby Green is not a huge locker. It's basically Lloyd. Um, Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd Stormy, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think um, Harry Himmelberg as well does a bit of that role. And then some of the... Obviously, the Combine Harvest are getting forward a little too, hopefully. I think... I just... I've got... Uh, Sportsbet have got Tomlinson at eighty-one dollars, the same, the same odds as Brett sure. Daniels. That is sort of Jason Constantia. Oh, I've got to be. Well, there you go, Tomo. Tomo I'm not sure. There's money enough if good enough. I can't see a game. I mean, how is Tomo going to actually win the Norm Smith? Like Jeremy Cameron breaks his leg and then Tomo has to play full forward and kicks five. I mean, I can't see how it's going to happen. Or Mummy, well, Mummy breaks his leg just, and just Tomo rucks back. all day. Football's yeah, a funny take old you game. Back to the last final we played against Richmond, Tomo was, was massive. Yeah, but he was on the yeah, wing. He was good. And I think we've got wingers that are better than him. Yeah. Um, what about Big Mummy? Will Big Mummy get the wood? Oh, did you? Blo- did you blokes ref- that last minute? Last <laughs> or last five minutes? Jesus, he was massive. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't for the it? first 95. Did you see that little... Uh, the last five. Did anyone see that uh, the <laughs> gif going around of, of uh, Mummy's play at the end when I think it was uh, obviously on the gold line and he showed the candy Pendles. and then and then cleared Pendles the Pendles went, flew so past cool. him. Yeah. That was so good. Cool. Pendles went for the smutter. That last, yeah. that last candy, six seconds, though, clearance. For just to go back to the game that we've already won where Sam Taylor doesn't take the mark, he punches it. And then, yeah. and then Lloyd picks up the ball and palms off a bloke and gets tackled at the same time and gets an ineffective handball away. Like, fuck, that could have been a free. It wasn't, so it doesn't need to matter, but that gave me the, the terrors at the time. I was uh, physically it was close, wasn't that it? Game. It, was, it? It looked close oh. to me. It looked close. So on, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. That's a good 40 minutes. Everyone's excited. On Coco's... Uh, ladder of diamond hardness or <laughs> <laughs> or, or of, of la- bone erection scale. ladder bones yeah <laughs> Coco's bone yeah. scale where are we for Saturday yeah mate diamond. I'm 10 out of 10 we got in the bag mate we're going to flog them yeah absolutely grind yeah, or blow out yeah. Coco <laughs> uh, mate grind first half blow out second half yes 
Sparrow. It's, it's an intriguing game. It really <laughs> 2 30 is. 2.30 p.m. That'll be. They, um, yeah, I mean, it's the experience and the, the, the confidence of Richmond. I mean, they know they can do it. They've been there before. And then our momentum, our energy, our youth... It's going to be such a, a good matchup. I was really confident going into Collingwood. Um, and I think if we can bring what we've been bringing those last couple of weeks. Well, your narrative, uh, Sparrow, this is, this is upon this, your narrative rests. <laughs> and, well, it, it's fulfilling destiny. Redemption. Destiny. It's fulfilling now it's destiny. destiny, and the boys know Redemptive that. Redemptive destiny. Been I've been sending them the, uh, the scripts, so they know it. They've just got to turn up. And uh, I really like my, my thing listening is that, to Leon tonight. Uh, he's level-headed. He's not getting away from himself. He's just keeping the boys um, on the ground, enjoying it, present. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm confident. I think that Richmond deserve to go in favourites. They're playing. They're going for their 12th straight win. They are playing at their home ground. They'll be playing in front of 90,000 of their own, well, less corporates, I guess, so 50,000 of their own fans. Uh, with Razor Ray, I think he's umpiring, and Razor Ray has moments, and some of those moments are sensitivities with the Giants. But and but when you say that they've done it before, Dunsey, they, they hadn't, they hadn't, they didn't know they could do it before in 2017. In fact, they'd had a history of not being able to do it. So I don't know that that necessarily matters. I think they're, they're, the way that they play... They don't have as many good players as the Giants do. I think they've got a, a strong, like they've got a list, but it's not an outstanding list apart from three or four. Whereas the Giants, I think, have an outstanding list in many more positions on the field. It just becomes a matter of whether or not the dog obviously agrees with me. Whether or not, whether or not, whether or not we can make it, obviously. But um, I think we're a chance, but I don't think we go in favourites. Nah, definitely. But That's how we like it, mate. That's how we like it. I actually think this is something I'll be able to watch because there's no, there's nothing to miss out on now. You win or you die. Like that's it. There's no options. There's yeah, no exactly. sitting back next week. There's nothing. The universe can go fuck itself. But there's nothing it can do to affect this outcome or You're make gonna it watch feel it. bad. Oh well, sort of. I'll be out the front. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of, of, Try your best needles. That's <laughs> all you can do. Put it We support you, mate. Just I, try your best needles. I appreciate needles. it. Give us, give us your honest you, effort. You don't know what it's like to have friends with understanding like you. That's sort of the yeah. are you okay day for me. Yeah, good. Is there any more for any more? <laughs> we will obviously reconvene. Needles, I did actually have one more for one yeah. more. Um, and I thought the best moment for me in the prelim was when Phil Davies went forward. And in the third quarter, he had a contest up sort of towards the 50. And then he gave away a free kick for um, deliberately out of bounds. And right, Phil Davis has been our captain since the start of the club, right? Very respected figure. And he sort of put it out and he didn't. He was sort of moving over to the mark, didn't quite know where to go. Jeremy Cameron was already on the mark, and then he was and he was yelling at Filthy. He was like, "Mate, like in in a position, you know, yelling at him. Phil, get here. Get that's your spot. Get here." 
Davis listened, turned, ran, ran right to the correct spot that Cameron was um, calling him to. And I just thought that was brilliant. Just a little moment of brilliant teamwork. And I think that sort of attitude, like yep. he's the skipper of the club, right? Yep. You don't tell him what to do. And Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron was just like, mate, no, you're here, you're there, you're this. Davis listened, turned, ran, got in the right position. I just thought that sort of moment and that sort of teamwork is where, is where we're at. And that's going to stand us um, in good stead come Saturday. Do your job. That's what the Patriots say. Yep. Do your job. That's it, mate. That's really good. That I didn't see that, but that makes me feel really good. I completely understand what you're talking about. I completely understand why that is a really, really good indication of the attitude and preparedness to fight and unwillingness to yep. ever fucking surrender. I, love, I loved it, mate. I picked that up on the sixth uh, rerun on Saturday that was, evening. That was <laughs> nice. Your sixth rerun, nice. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, Sparrow, any more? Uh, yeah, and I just had one thing, just quickly. There was a great line out of the mongrel punt. I'm just looking it up now, so talk amongst yourselves. Jeez, any more? Um, None more from me. Thanks, Needs. Right, boys, here's, here's my spot. Expansion teams take a while to find their feet. They endure pain and heavy losses as they cut their teeth in the league. But you know what that builds within the team? You know what that instills in a group of young men who commit to tough it out for each other and the club? A culture. And this GWS team has developed a culture of toughness and grit that would be the envy of almost every other team in the competition. Whether it's Phil Davis dragging his aching body back into the contest, Shane Mumford giving one, two or three final efforts to four stoppages, or Sam Taylor drifting across to cut off the long ball inside 50, these giants are united in purpose and committed to each other. I just love that. And that's that's spot on. That's why we're going to win. Brilliant, Sparrow. Not everyone is thrilled. This is from Titus O'Reilly. The Giants that are in the grand final, but by any measure, they certainly deserve to be. We deserve to be there. The Orange Army deserves to make itself felt and heard and envied and praised in a victory that we're coming in. Cheese, you've been cheese. (laughs) I've been needles. Never surrender. Sparrow. Never surrender. Coco. Never surrender. <laughs> it's a powerful mic. She's on the other side of the house. How's the new microphone going, Coco? It's coming in loud and clear yeah. on my end. Yeah, mate, yours, yours too. Cheese, back at you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Needles, you know uh, Coco. Coco did buy your recommended microphone. And actually, might have to make a discussion. Sparrow, you can pick up Cheese's microphone before he goes to San Francisco and bring it down to Melbourne. That'd be really good. Cheese can get it to Bartman more easily, right, Cheese? It's my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Cheese. I appreciate it. 
The things you do. We'll for buy the, you. A, we'll buy you a new one with sponsorship. The money. things you do for the scooters. <laughs> and Caniglia said, "Birds are here." Uh, ha- have a lovely time in San Francisco. Take a photo of yourself at the wedding with your with your scarf and beanie on and your tux and your cufflinks. Lovely. And my microphone. And your <laughs> and your microphone. <laughs> Take it with you because we don't need it. We don't even want it.